nine will returning to the source. Too many steps has been taken. Having returned to the source, effort is over. Better to have been blind and deaf from the beginning. Dwelling in the source, unconcerned with that without. The rivers flow tranquilly on. The flowers are red. The sun people, they have also this saying, no fuss. That is from this kind of space. Or who cares? Or easy is right. Too many steps has been taken. Having returned to the source, effort is gone. When you are at the source, you realize you've always been at the source. That's why you forget. You forget all the vision. Everything is like it always has been. You are at the source. You return into your essence as it is. Then why all these steps has been taking? Why all this seeking? Why all this effort? And that is the paradox because we have forgotten. The whole seeking is because we have forgotten the source. But when you have come back to the source, You can't understand how you could be anywhere else. This is how it is. This is the natural state. That's why he says, too many steps has been taken. Having returned to the source, effort is over. Better to have been blind and deaf from the beginning. Better to have been blind and deaf from the beginning. Then I will have put all this on me. But that is easy to say afterwards. Everything is easy when you know it. When you don't know it, then it's very difficult. When you know it, then you forget about it. Even in little things, how difficult it is to ride a bicycle when you are little, to keep the balance. You have to practice, you have to practice. How difficult to drive a car. I have heard about some people, they have like dumped 60 times. It must be a nightmare. Total nightmare. I've read about it. Over 20 years, they're trying to get driver license. 
But then one day, even after done, they get it, and then they drive, and then they forget, then it's not difficult. Then it doesn't help if you bang your head to the rock and say, why didn't I know this from the beginning? It was in you, but you need practice. But with the inner world, you, it's something mysterious because it's there. You don't even need practice, it's just that you, it's too close and you look far away. So this is the thing. No, he's just saying too many steps has been taken, having returned to the source, effort is over. Better to have been blind and deaf from the beginning. Then I wouldn't have started this whole thing. Dwelling in the source, unconcerned with that without. When you are resting in your own center, in the source, you definitely become unconcerned with that without. Everything, in one way, becomes very ordinary. You become so ordinary, and just to be ordinary is the most extraordinary. Because in this world, full of egos, everybody wants to be somebody. Everybody wants to prove themselves. Everybody wants to show off. It's always on God. No, you have lost total interest. Who cares what the world is doing? What they say, who cares? It goes on, everybody is free. It's, you are content, you forget that. Before you were so worried what people say about you, what people think about you, if you fit in, if you don't fit in, if you did the right thing, if you did the wrong thing. All these things are totally gone. Not only gone, but gone forever. Dwelling in the source, unconcerned with that without. That is freedom, because otherwise you're always a slave of your surroundings. Because you always care about what people say and think and talk and mean. And you're trying desperately to fit in. Something must have gone wrong that everybody is focusing on the other instead of finding themselves. The mystical thing is that when you have come back to yourself, then everything falls in order. 
You don't need any Ten Commandments, you don't need to anybody to say what is right and what is wrong, because everything that comes from that place is harmonious, is beautiful. Because that is how your nature is. But the mind cannot understand it. The mind needs rules and regulations and laws and Ten Commandments. That's why everybody is afraid at one stage of the journey also to fall apart. Because how can I function? Will I just be a vegetable? No, you will be pure intelligence. First you are just mind and rules and thoughts, confusion. Afterwards, you pure intelligence. Then you wonder the other way, how did I manage to live like that? Everything is upside down. Too many steps has been taken, having returned to the source, effort is over. Better to have been blind and deaf from the beginning. Dwelling in the source, unconcerned with that without, the rivers flow tranquilly on, the flowers are red. This is what is happening in the moment. No, you are in tune. This is what is happening today. You don't carry the whole burden of the mind. You see that the river is flowing so beautifully. Today also is flowing. How nice. It makes no fuss. And the mountains in the beautiful crimson light with pink and red. What a sight. This is what is happening in the moment. No, you are in harmony. No, it's the stage where the disciple and the master melts. Because all is one. It's no separation anymore. Only an understanding is left. A gratitude is left. And that is the different. The struggle alone is almost impossible. With the Master it's possible. Because how can you fight your own mind, you are so identified? In many, 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 many steps. That is where love, trust, understanding, let go, surrender, all these things comes in. Till that place, know everything, know your understanding. In that understanding, in that melting, where everything becomes like the Master always <coughs> talked about, then there is even greater 
understanding, greater gratefulness. Commentaries on the ninth. From the beginning, truth is clear. Poised in silence, I observe the forms of intercreation or disintegration. One who is not attached to form need not to be reformed. Poised in silence, I observe. And only in that silence, in that awareness, can you observe. Because you are not identified. Otherwise, you are always so identified. Any little word can totally throw you off center. Just one little word can create a conflict can create a war, can create a life struggle because you are so identified with your thoughts, your understanding, your feelings, everything. It's so sticky. And because of this, you can't really see, observe, understand because you need a distance. You need to see it in the totality. You can't just see it out from your narrow vision. You need to see it out from the whole. Poised in silence, I observe. And that's what the mystics are doing. They observe. And sometimes they are amazed. Even people on the path. Why are you going so in circles? And why are you struggling and fighting with the truth, with love itself? Is mind-boggling. Poised in silence, I observe. Then you observe everything. The forms comes and goes. Attached to form need not to be reformed. One who is not attached to form need not to be reformed. If you are not attached, if you are not identified to your form, to the body, then you don't need to be reformed. You don't need to be fixed then. Because your focus is already beyond the form. If your whole focus is on the form, on the body, on your mind, on you, on your ego, then definitely you need to be reformed. And before you have to be reformed, like I talked about so many times, you have to be torn down. <laughs> First you have to get torn down. First you have to be dismantled. First you have to be melted, then you can be reformed. That is the whole process. But one who is not 
attached to form, need not to be reformed. The water is emerald, the mountains indigo. I see that which is creating and that which is destroying. Again, he goes on, the water is emerald, the mountains indigo. How beautiful. This is what I see, this is the truth, this is how it is. There is no confusion there, there is no unclarity. There is always unclarity with the mind. You can never really say what you really mean, what you really want, because you don't know. When you see clearly, you express clearly. When the mountains are indigo in the sunset, this is how it is, there's no doubt. And if somebody is arguing about it, turn their head towards the mountain. And that is what the Master is doing. You come up with all kinds of things, the Master is again and again trying to look. This is the color of the sunset, this is, it's nothing to do with me, this is how it is. Either you see or you don't see. Yes, when you have your eyes closed, you can argue, you can fight, you can quarrel, you can make noises, problems. But if you see, you see. Ah, this is how oh, beautiful. <laughs> the waters, emerald, the mountains are indigo. I see that which is creating and that which is destroying. Again, he goes on, both. I see that which is creating, I see that which is destroying. Because this is how existence is. It's dark and light. It's birth and death. I see the whole picture. I see the full circle. I'm not stuck on one part. I can see the flow of it. This is how it is. This is natural. And I'm one with it. I relax into it. No conflict. I can see that which is creating and I can see that which is destroying. In India, they have one god, Shiva. He is the destroyer and the creator. This is a symbol of this stage. You are both. Is most Shiva temples in India, because people are very afraid of Shiva, he's the most powerful god. So they have to have a lot of temples, because otherwise, ooh, they have to please him, because he's the most powerful. If Shiva gets mad, not only you finish, but the whole world, the whole, this part of the universe, Kadush, finished. So you have to bring flowers to the temple and please Shiva. Shiva is a symbol of destruction. No, he tears down the whole, this cycle. 
but he is also the creator, because both go together. And at the same time, he is the most feared, most powerful God. He is also the most silent. He is the king of meditation. He is the Mahayogi. He is the king of the yogis. Beyond that, he is just pure silence, sitting in the Himalayas. He is the god for all the meditators, all the yogis, all the true seekers of silence. So you have both sides. That is a symbol of this state. You destroy and you create. And you do it freely, because that is how it is. Whatever needs to be destroyed, you destroy. Whatever needs to be created, you create. That is up to Shiva. And if you are intimate, if you are friends with Shiva, if you are a lover of Shiva, then he will take care of you, then you allow him to do whatever is needed, because there is total trust. That's how it is. When you have surrender, then you are part of existence, then whatever needs to happen is <coughs> happening and will happen, and you are at ease. You don't interfere in the dance. Everything is perfect. But before Shiva becomes one with you, he will test you. The mountains are beautiful, the river is singing, and the flowers are red. Jai Bhagavan. Shiva tested me in deep in the Himalayas. But then he moved in instead. <laughs> <laughs> 